soldiers. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You want to fight? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome to Sucker Punch Podcast. This is our fight picks for the Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. He doesn't get the full name because I can't say it. What is it? Gennady Golovkin? Golovkin. Just call him Golovkin. I'll just say Triple G. Canelo and Triple G fight. This will be Saturday. Right now you're listening to us and it is Thursday. So in two days they will be fighting. I say... And you could agree with me. Don't disagree just to disagree, Nate. Now, I got... I disagree with that. Ah, oh, damn it. I got uh, Triple By G. By nature. By tr- I say tr- Triple G. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. I know. I believe that he's, he's the better fighter. He's yep. the better boxer. I think... Uh, I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. I'm going to stop calling boxers fighters. Right. Because I'm a fan of MMA. Triple G is the better boxer. True that. If they want to call themselves the best fighter, let's take their boxing gloves off, put MMA gloves on, and throw them in a cage and let them fight. But otherwise, I'm not taking anything away from boxing. I love it, and there's plenty of beauty and poetry in it. But Triple G's taking it outside of it. Yeah. I love boxing. I think... It's so beautiful. Boxing so never dies. It's a specialist, man. It's a specialist. You know, it's a specialist sport. Like you have to be the person who came up with the saying poetry in motion went to a boxing match and was like, that's poetry in motion. I don't know who came up with that. I don't, but I feel like they had to have been watching boxing. Uh, it could have been dancing. There's some dancers. Mm. You see a woman dance beautifully. That's poetry in motion. See, it's just uh, us. We're fighters. No, I disagree. Kidding. You're right. <laughs> uh, women, yeah, I'd much rather see two guys sweat. You know what? The I funny, love watching two guys go at it. I love when people compare it to like homosexuality. What? You love that? No, when they say two guys, <laughs> what is it? Dancing in a ring? Yeah. For a belt? Engaged in Mortal Kombat. No, but for a belt, for a shiny belt and a purse. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. I never occurred to me. Shiny belt and a purse. They're fighting over a shiny belt and a purse. That's pretty. But you know what they don't do? They don't wake up on Sundays and put on another man's last name. That's true. And wear it across their back. But they they, don't do that in boxing. They might be pissing blood. (laughs) 
I don't know if that has anything. I don't know what that has to do. I don't know if that has anything to do with homosexuality because I am as straight as an arrow. Anyway, so back to the fight. I think Triple G wins. I say this. This is why he wins. Not only because he's a better boxer. I think it's because, um, I think you know the first fight Canelo did a great job. Uh, some <clears throat> it was a draw. Some people said he lost. I think he did. I think after Canelo lost to Mayweather, Mayweather made him a, a way better fighter. I think his boxing changed a lot after the Mayweather fight. He moved around a lot. He yeah. moves a little more Yo, like Mayweather. Sure. You know what I mean? His footwork, yeah. Yeah, his footwork, his head movement. It, he, I think he moves a lot like Mayweather. I think he he does. He's done a great job, and I think he did a great job in that fight to make it competitive. However, how much more can you move? How much more can you fix if you didn't get it done then? Now, that is not to say he's not going to go in there and do something spectacular. But some people say he's a little bit of a, you know, more of the smaller fighter. Um, but he also, you could say that when he got busted for um, for the substance, I forgot the name of the substance because I suck yeah, I don't remember at either. this. But the substance was for weight cutting and stamina. So to me, that shows that he's worried about his conditioning. Yeah. And he plans on moving around as much as possible. And if Triple G could just cut him off a little bit more and get Canelo to stand in front of him for, you know, a little more time each round... Canelo's going to start gassing out. He was already worried about his cardio. That's why he was doing that substance. And because of that, he's going to start gassing out. Um, But I think in the end, what's going to happen is, you know, he's going to kind of overwhelm him a little bit. I don't know if there's going to be a finish. If there is going to be a finish, I would say it would be Triple G. Just finally going to his body just enough to kind of finish him around. You know, let's say, let's just call it around. Can I call two rounds, like nine or ten? I'll say ten or eleven. <clears throat> I'll say about ten, tenth round. I'll just, I'll, I'll fucking stop being a punk about it. If there is a stoppage, yeah. it's the tenth round. I, I think, I think it's going to go twelve. Yeah, that's not what anybody wants to hear. Everybody wants. I, to man, I love twelve rounds of good boxing as long as Me it's too. good. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think, I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be twelve rounds of two fucking seasoned veterans going in there and, and showing what they're made of. And I just think that Triple G is going to come out on top. And that's pretty much it, man. For me personally, man, I, I like to see good submission work in MMA. I like to see outstanding knockouts in MMA. And I'm a lot of times hoping it ends in the first round. A lot of that just is me knowing that they have smaller gloves knowing the fighter, you know, specific fighters that have a lot of power, like Tyrone Woodley, who set up a beautiful Darsh choke off of a fade-back right cross this past weekend. But when it comes to boxing, man, like you said, I can watch, make them go 24 rounds. No, don't do that. That's That's not safe. (laughs) But I can watch 24 beautiful rounds of boxing with no problem. Not not, Not 25? No, not 25. Kidding. No, that's not. No. That's not the why, number. Why the fuck would you say 25? Jesus. 
Now, now I, um, I, I feel like you went off the rails there a little bit, man. 25? Come on. Uh, sorry, no, I, I could actually watch 20, 25, 26, let's say 30. Now, that's pushing it. Now, let's say it was but, three no. matches, 12-round 12, 12 matches. If you saw <laughs> three 12-round matches, I would be happy with yes. that. But the the reason yeah. why is the only reason, and if this is what you're getting at, the reason I say that is because it's only good when you see two really good fighters. Oh man! I mean, it's it's back to the poetry in motion. I mean, just yeah. seeing the, their how they move, like how one movement leads into another, or one one little sidestep leads into a off the center line cross or this guy stepped in this way and, it, you know, so-and-so moved off to his left while throwing that lead uppercut. Like, it's just beauty. It is just beautiful. Yeah, and when you've I, actually done it, like, there's another understanding oh, that yeah. you have in there. You know what it's like to feel that kind of fatigue and kind of, you know, get your second win. And, and the fact that you even fought through that fatigue and you stayed technically sharp and how you set up your opponents, where your feet are, and the balance that you have to have and how, how how just the distance between your two feet are so important because if you had that chance, the opportunity to throw the right hand, you have to have the right foundation. I'm actually, I just put on round one of their first fight and Canelo does uh, some really nice things, man. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he moves real well just being right outside, but that shit's exhausting. And you got Triple G who's like, you know, just hit me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and you know the beautiful thing about uh tough fighter to go against about actually training in boxing is like and you can say the same thing about jiu-jitsu too any combat sport you have your days and you have many many days that you just suck shit and you you go away at least i do i go away after training and i think man i should have done this i could have moved this way or, you know, they moved, they moved like this, and I, I saw it five times. I saw them do it five times, and I couldn't do anything about it. And I walk away thinking, man, what am I going to do about that? Like, how do I solve this problem? Yeah. You know? And then one day you just step into the gym, and in that instant you've solved that problem, and you counter beautifully or something, and just that the release of endorphins and, and that feeling is, there's no way to describe it. There's yeah. no, there, there's no other feeling on the planet than thinking, man, I just like, I solved that. I'm never going to fall for that again. You know, if I do, it's because I fell for something else and was rocked or what, you know, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So they I'm, made you better. I'm sure other people. That's the beauty of it is they made you better. So yeah, I, exactly. you know, I teach the kids that I'm like, you know, you never don't get frustrated in your training because this is where you, you want to lose. You actually want yeah. to lose here. If you lose here, right. you are becoming better every time. You know, and and in your losses is where you learn where your your mistakes are being, where you're making these mistakes and where you need to make your corrections. And and I, that's, I think the the best teacher for footwork because I'm I'm a I'm more of a defensive fighter, and you're. Your defense depends so much on your on your footwork, and the best teacher for footwork is not your coach. It's that guy standing across from you 
that is faster than you, has better footwork than you, that you think, man, I just got lumped up. Why is that? Oh, yeah, because I was trying to stand and trade with him. He's a better boxer than me. He's a better, you know, technician than me. Get your feet moving. So the next time you come to class, you know, over time, you start, your brain just starts picking that up. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's not my coach and it's not really the, it is the drills. It's the coaches and the drills, but the best teacher is not wanting to, not getting hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fatigue, pain, and your partner, you know, Mm -hmm. so your, your partner's going to make you move. He's going to give you pain. He's going to get you tired. And you're, so you're, you're, you you really need a good sparring partner that's going to do that for you, that's going to make you uncomfortable. You want to be uncomfortable. You want to right. be uncomfortable because through that, it's like through um, necessity comes innovation. You know, through that, yeah. uh, those uncomfortable moments is when you step up your game and you find out, and this is the rewarding part, is you find out what you're made of. You know, you find out whether mm-hmm. you want to stay there. Whether you want to come back into the ring, you want to answer, you want to do another round? Yeah. You want to do another round? Yeah. I think it's good for coaches to ask their fighters, hey, do you want to do another round? Just yeah. to almost see what they say. Because if the guy said, right. if he says, nah, I might be like, oh, too bad, you're doing another round. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see what you say if, if to get it. If it's out of... If it's out of fear, yeah, or like I just don't want to be there, you're gonna do it. Yeah. If you're if you're like tired, like I'm like, oh man, I don't got it. I'm tired. I'm not gonna put you in there. Now you're talking about safety. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna put you in there to just get you know your ass handed to you. But if I if I'm like, look, I'm gonna give you one more round. You got to push past this fatigue because that's also there's where fatigue comes in. Then you're gonna learn, yo man, I want to work out harder. I got to push harder yeah. because I got to get past this part where my fatigue is now. It's not that I'm not a good fighter. It's that I don't have that conditioning. And when my conditioning matches my, my skill level, I become legendary. Right. And that that's, and then, and then pain, you know, I, there's been times where I'm sparring and I drop my left and they say, Hey Sam, keep that left up. And I'm like, just hit me. I know I'm not supposed yeah. to drop my left. I I know I'm but not supposed to. You don't have to tell me that. The best way for you to tell me is to hit me with, with a, a a right. If you hit me with a right, guess what yeah. I'm going to do? I'm going to glue. I'm going to glue this left hand right here. If it doesn't put me out, it's going to put my hands up, and that, that left will never drop. But um, nowadays, I don't really drop my left unless I'm trying to get people to throw a right hook or a right yeah. cross so I could dip under it. So sometimes you use it as as that, but... My, my point is that pain really will teach you. And then what your coach does is he sees what you're screwing up on. He sees what you're failing at. And then he puts those drills together to help you fix them. Now it's up to you to work that drill. Yeah, it's like that work. last time you said you didn't, you didn't want another round, which, to be honest, I don't remember any of my coaches ever asking me if I wanted another round or not. Yeah. But it, I think it is a good idea. And if, yeah. that, if it's because of your heart, then there's no fixing that. If it's yeah. because uh, of your conditioning, well, then guess what? Guess what we're doing next session? Guess what we're doing next time you come in here? We're we're gonna sprint uphill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're gonna like you. It's not a heart problem. It's that you are 
fatigued. And I mean, I'll backtrack on what I said a little bit. It's just, it is a safety issue if you're if you just you know well, led your fighter through the mud. Yeah, yeah, and he's I've, tired. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and I've just seen some fighters like. Like, we were doing this, like, maybe last month, and this guy just, he didn't, I was just like, nah, man, we can't put him in there another round. And we were pushing him, we were pushing him. He probably did two rounds of just kind of getting the 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 wrong end of an ass whooping. Not the worst end, but not the best end. And um, and then we were going to put him in one more round, and I was like, nah, man, we, he, he just looks tired. He Now he's really just taking an ass whooping at this point. And, you know, before it was about... Yeah pushing yourself and now you know we're just pushing you too far you need to sit down and you don't need to have a just and this works on many levels too imagine imagine fighters that the cardio is never a question but their skill level is getting their ass beat you know what i mean yeah so you want to be mindful of that too like hey johnny over here can go all night long but how many of those punches even in sparring even with helmets on can Johnny take over time? You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. figure out a way to make Johnny a better technician, you know, more tactical, more fluid, and, you know. But for every professional boxer that is out there, there are probably, what would you say, millions of other wannabe boxers uh, yeah, that man, just don't lot. have what it takes. It's weird. It just It's weird when you meet is, right? those people. Like you, you meet can't these quantify people. it. Yeah, you meet these people that, like, I've met people that I'm like, yo, man, this kid could be probably, you know, an, a phenomenal fighter, and he just doesn't want to. And then yeah. I meet this other kid, who, um, he it's may a giant not, heart walking around. Yeah, and he, he just, but he just there. There's no way. Like, there's there's a couple of different kinds of people. There's one person who, oh, no, I want to do this. And I'm like, you have zero ability and you're never going to have it. In my head, I don't tell them that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, in my head, I'm like, you're just not going to have it. it. It's not coming yeah. anytime soon. Like you, you just, I could tell by the way you move. Your, your, yeah. your neurons do not fire like an athlete, you know? Right. And then there's this you other kid. And, and plus, what about the kids that just can't be coached, man? Like yeah, some kids them. are really hard. I, I Keep that right, and it's not like they're bad kids. They're not. They're not not listening to you. They just don't. There's do something it. about them that hey, keep that left up. Keep your hands up. You know, move, 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 move to your left. You know, yeah. when he does this, move to your left, and they just can't take direction. Like, and I, once again, it's they're not defying you. They uh, just they're not understanding. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know what that. I is. feel like that was me a lot. Yeah. I feel like that was me. <laughs> no, and then but, and then there's the one that he doesn't have as many skills as this guy but he's a skilled fighter and he works man 10 times harder and it's like that yeah. kid right there he's going to be a champion and then i tell the other kid i go he's going to be a champion you can be a legend if you worked as hard as that guy yeah you know what i mean there's kids that have talent yeah. no work ethic and then there's kids that have you know they're good, but their work ethic is legendary, and that those people they they become great champions. But the ones that can meet yeah. talent with hard work, man, those are legends, man. 
Those are those are the Mayweathers. People don't like him, but you know, the dude he he didn't make it there by accident. And it's not yeah. bought fights and all that stuff. He goes in there and he puts in some real work and he's been hit hard and he's fought the the best out there. People go say, "Oh, he who'd he duck?" Like really, maybe maybe who who the heck did he duck? Who Mayweather? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who did he avoid? Yeah. Who did he successfully avoid? You know. And if they say, "Yeah, but he waited till they were a little bit older," I'm like, "What is he in a fucking time capsule?" He got older too. What is he like? Yeah. <laughs> no one's aging <laughs> faster than he does. He, he's he's right. getting just as old. He's just if he's smart at watching people's career and saying, "Oh, now's the right time." Hey, you know, I'm sorry. That's another reason why he's one of the greatest. I'm not going to say the greatest. One of the greatest to ever do it. One of them, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But anyway, my and, call. And the, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I feel like you can't. There's things that Mayweather did specifically that were just in a. And the annals of history are just going to be Mayweather specific. Like you can't teach some of. Uh, no. He he just had that boxer's IQ. You know what I yeah. mean. He just had that, like he, it, and you, you're not going to be able to teach other people to have it. You're going to be lucky when you come across somebody that has a portion of what Mayweather had, you know, how old is Mayweather now? Uh, damn. I want to say he's hit 40. He's like, yeah, I think he was. And so for them to say him, he's ducking somebody. I mean, of course, Conor McGregor was not a boxer. But that means he was 39 when him and Connor stepped into the ring, and he stopped Connor, right? Yeah. Um, and Connor is still in his 20s. Oh damn, he's might be. Yeah, he's 41. He was born in 1977. Yeah. That's so crazy. he's our age. Shit. Yeah, he's he's the same age as us. Crazy. I couldn't imagine stepping in the ring with Connor McGregor. A, you know, 20s. Seven-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old Conor McGregor. How, however old he is, he might be thirty now. I don't know, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, I could imagine it. Fuck him. But no, but I mean, really think about it, especially size and everything. Yeah, I mean, just think about that. That's pretty crazy. Like people, I mean, I do think like yeah, you know, by no, it was a lopsided in in you know the realm of skill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he definitely is still going in there against a young, bigger, uh, you know, you have to assume he's a bit stronger opponent. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I think it's crazy. He's, he just turned, Connor just turned 30 in July. So is that two so years he's ago? Still a baby. Yeah, it was two years, I think. So he's 39. Uh, Mayweather was 39. Yeah, 39. That's crazy, man. But, yeah, okay, so back to Canelo and GGG. Yeah. What do you, our final prediction is we both think Golovkin is going to win. Yeah, I think uh, Triple uh, triple G, um, it's kind of like the, uh, what fight that just happened last weekend, um, uh, Tyrone Woodley I called Tyrone Woodley a fourth round knockout 
but I really believed it was going to go the distance. I think it's going to go the distance, but I'm going to call a 10-round knockout Triple G by way of knockout okay. in, in round 10. So <clears throat> I do know that Golovkin has said that Alvarez is one of the most unpleasant and probably his dirtiest opponent that he's ever had. He said he, he was he called him dirty? Yeah, that he's ever fought. Yeah. Awesome. And he said that he called uh, Canelo's team fakes. So whatever that means. I don't know what he could mean by that, but maybe maybe uh, a way of saying that they don't honor the sport. They're fake. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe he's trying to get Canelo a little upset so he could make him stay still a little bit longer. He's he's being racist. He's trying to he's trying to say that Mexican fighters are hot tempered and that he can say that they're fakes and it's going to play to that machismo. And, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I doubt it's anything it's like too late. that. You put it's probably it out there. more just. No, he's I, being a. A good gamer. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get into Canelo's head. Maybe he saw something in the last fight. You know. Yeah. Well, no, I, that, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he just wants him to stay still a little bit longer. If you piss him off. Yeah. You know, just stay still, just a little yeah. bit longer, man. All right, let's wrap it up, man. Um, so you got what decision? I'm saying the yeah, ad decision. decision. It's going to Golovkin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either way, they're gonna um, they're going to uh, have another fight. They should one draw, one win. They have to do a third. Yeah, and then if they really wanted to, they could do a. I mean, I, I don't want to see a fourth one, but you know, Manny Pacquiao. This is a fan favorite too, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is a fight that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, business wise, yeah. but also what the fans want to see. I think. Yeah. All right, well, that, there's our picks for the Canelo-Golovkin fight for that will be um, on Saturday on the 15th. Oh, and just to let you all know, um, if you're in Austin, uh, we're going to be in, and Nate, if you can make it up, we're going to the warehouse over here yeah. um, in Austin. Let's see, what is that? No, that's the gym. So all the people from my gym, we invite everybody from our gym to go out to the warehouse, Billions in Austin. Oh, it's 509 East Bend White Boulevard, Austin, Texas, 78704. I'm sure there's going to be a cover. Usually there's about 5 to $10 cover, but it's actually a pretty chill bar. It's pretty big. They have tons of screens. I go there for most of the fights. Um, so come out and join us. We're going to be watching Canelo Triple G. Number two on the 15th. Saturday, September 15th. That's right. And again, if you want to be part of the um, conversation, uh, go ahead and download the Anchor uh, app and you could leave a message uh, with us. But you could um, find us on iOS, Anchor, Stitcher, Android, Spotify, Google Cast, iTunes, Desktop, and other. I don't know what that means, but a, bu- a bunch of uh, other platform. Um, and if you want to leave a message or uh, like and follow our page, which we're slowly making better and better, um, go to Sucker Punch 
the Sucker Punch Podcast on Facebook. You can find us at SPOTW718. The Sucker Punch Podcast webpage. Like us, share us, insult us, laugh with us. Do it all. Thank you very much. Peace.